the dream of being 19-0 and is over. The Patriots have finally lost a game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laser Focus, presented by Guy Boston Sports. My name is Justin Wolpert. Now let me welcome in my wonderful co-host, Faith. Hello. Um, I'm a little bit upset. Even though everyone's saying the monkey's off the back, I am, I am not over this. I really had myself convinced we were going undefeated, so I'm a little upset that that's off the table. Yeah, so as you said, Patriots lose their first game. They're now 8-1. They lose at Baltimore on Sunday Night Football, 37-20. Pretty ugly game on defense. Uh, not the best on offense and uh, meh on special teams. All around pretty horrible game. John Harbaugh got the best of Bill Belichick this time. But as Teddy Bruschi said, for the game, for the Patriots to win in January, this game had to go this way. There's no more pressure of 16-0 or 19-0. It's all about a Super Bowl now. So, Faith, let's get into the game a little bit. Do you want to start with offense or defense? How about we start with defense today? Because the defense okay. was particularly horrible. They let Lamar Jackson run for over 50 yards. They let Mark Ingram run for a – they actually let Lamar Jackson run for 61 yards. They let Mark Ingram – We couldn't cover tight ends. We had Terrence Brooks Faith, I'm not done. Can I give the stats? Can I give the stats? Just... Mark Ingram, Ugh. 15 carries, 115 yards. That's 7.7 yards per carry. Lamar Jackson – and by the way, I'm not taking out that, that long run that skewed everything that happened. Lamar Jackson, 16 carries for 61 yards, averaging 3.8. Two touchdowns. Uh, you let Lamar Jackson run all over you, and, and you couldn't you couldn't contain him. More importantly, you let Mark Ingram run all over you. And this is the second week in a row you've let the team run all over you. Um, yeah. Add to add to that, as Faith you just said, couldn't cover the tight ends. And this is a unique offense. They have three tight ends, and they use all of them. Some of them are on the field, which is which is at the same time. It's but... a weird offense. It's a it's. A lot of people don't like it. I thought it was kind of cool to watch, but to watch the Patriots defense get ripped apart all night long um, was was pretty terrible. And they they did give, gather some momentum at some points, but it, it just seemed like they were they were undisciplined. They they did not look like a Bill Belichick coach defense. They looked like a Pete Carroll coach defense. There were there were too many penalties. I I mean talk about talk about a killer at the beginning of the game. They run. They run all the way up the field. You get to the end zone. You stop them. Justin Tucker's on the field to kick a field goal. And Shalik Calhoun runs offsides. I mean, how can you run? How can you get off? How can you be offsides? Come on. Or neutral zone infraction or whatever it was. You just, you can't do that. Going forward, they, uh, they have really had no answer in the first quarter. They gave up 17 points in the first quarter. I do really quickly want to say. Before we just keep killing them, this was partially due to coaching. I, I really, yeah, really no, it. it was. And uh, Faith, do you notice who was calling the plays in the first quarter? Steve Belichick. Steve yeah, Belichick get him himself. off. The, get him. Get him away from calling plays. Get him back to the backs coach. I don't. Family affairs. Never they don't. Work. They don't. Uh, the crafts need really need to step in there. This. This kid should not be the defensive coordinator. It should be Gerard Mayo. And Faith, I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm convinced that Bill Belichick was calling defensive plays by the end of that game because in the second half, they did appear to have something going. Uh, they did appear to be able to stop them a little bit. And it, it didn't seem mm-hmm. horrible. 
Uh, at the, at, you know, I the, the Julian, and I guess they can move into offense now. The Julian Edelman fumble really killed them. At the time, it was. I know that everyone is saying that. And I just want to say, obviously, terrible timing, terrible play by Julian Edelman. But the play that I really believe killed them is James White having a wide open hole to the end zone and tripping and not getting in when we could have tied the game before the half and gotten the ball back. And I think tying the game up would have been a game changer than just getting the field goal and still being I mean, down. Not, the fact, just, they were down by four points. And then they were, then they were, they were down by four points twice in the game. They were marching up the field to take the lead and Julian Edelman fumbled the ball. And I don't want to get on him too much. It's not like he fumbles all the time. First time in three years he's fumbled, but yeah. he fumbled and it cost us the game and we're going to get on him for it. I don't expect him to fumble again. Probably for the rest of his career. Um, you know, everybody's allowed to make a mistake, but you will be hammered for it if it costs somebody a game. Other than that, Sony Michelle, um, I, I didn't think he was particularly special in this game. Um, but he, at, uh, in the second half at some point, ran the wrong route. He uh, cut to the wrong side, and Tom Brady basically gave him the laser eye, and he did not play another snap for the whole game. Got benched. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he got benched. He's not playing for the rest of the season. I still don't get why Damian bring in Damian, bring playing. in Damian Kid Harris, trade Sony Michelle. Dead, just, so just try I... something. Just, just please try something. Bring in Damian Harris. Let Joan Williams play. You better play Nikhil Harry <laughs> next week. We'll talk about that a little. We'll, actually, let's talk about the draft a little bit later. What? Why isn't Damian Harris playing? The kid must be so stupid. I don't get it. He, he I mean. He must be awful, but I don't. He didn't look awful when we saw him. But he's not. He's a great route runner. He's so tough. He breaks tackles. He must. He must not be able to read defense to save his life or not learn the playbook. I don't know what it is, but it's unbelievable his incompetency. Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't know. They're, well, it's not. I don't even know what fake, it is. Fake, 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 fake. I can't believe it. They're they're deep at that position. They have Sony Michelle. They have Rex Burkhead. They have Brandon Bolden. They have James White. That's they have they have. Sony yeah, Sony Michelle in air bench. quotes for forever be listening. Um, I don't know. They must they must feel better about Sony Michelle. It, it, honestly, it might be ball security. That's the only thing that Sony Michelle is good at. Uh, but the, I would say the one positive on offense is that they really got Muhammad Sanu going. He was targeted fourteen times and caught ten of those balls, and a couple of those yeah. fourteen targets were throwaways. So really, really good game on his part. Eighty-one yards and a touchdown. That's the one good thing on offense. Um, they they seem uh, to be getting going on offense, but the offensive line is a killer. Uh, Marshall Newhouse. Marshall Newhouse, we only have one. As a whole, go, the offensive just... line isn't great, but Marshall Newhouse sucks. Get him off the field. The Where's worst. Isaiah Wynn? He's Isaiah good. Wynn, we'd like great. We'll accept good. We'll even take mediocrity at this point. Just please come back. Please come back and please stay <laughs> on the field. That's... Well, we don't even know what he's going to be like. He better be good. Or faith, else faith, be me- mediocrity, would, mediocrity, mediocrity would be better at this point than whatever we have. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, any any thoughts on defense? Um, I was I was upset over some of the players like that weren't on their game. Like Jamie Collins was completely out of it. I don't know what he was doing for half the game. Danny Shelton wasn't impressive. Jason McCourty was nothing. He was was they far couldn't beyond cover tight ends. They couldn't cover tight ends. Awful. They were playing soft zone all night. Um, 
I don't know if it's because Patrick Chung is dealing with some injuries right now, but we had Terrence Brooks in far too often, which I don't know if that's Stephen Belichick's fault or whose fault that is, but he was in the game way too much t- for the talent at that position with Jerron Herman and Devin McCourty and Patrick Chung. So I don't know what was going on there. So those are my concerns. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a different defensive game plan. Um, so they, you almost expected them to play a little bit of zone, a little bit of man and, and kind of let Baltimore walk on you a little bit. I don't think anybody expected this. I don't think anybody expected Lamar Jackson to beat you this way. Um, I do just want to say though, Looking back on some of the great defenses, specifically the 2000 Ravens and the 85 Bears, they both had games where they gave up 30-plus points. So to say that this defense is not a historic defense anymore is pretty inaccurate. Uh, if they go give up you know, 30 points to Dallas or Philadelphia um, or go give up like 40 to Kansas City, then then we're talking a different thing here. But just, just one bad game to a I, – I mean, they lost to the Pistol which is a, a, a two-back, one-quarterback running formation. Nobody sees that anymore, so I don't expect them to see it at all. I, I don't think that Jason Garrett's going to bring it to uh, Gillette when he comes with the Cowboys, and I don't think Doug Peterson's capable of doing that when we go to Philadelphia. Um, but beyond that, let's let's talk about some special teams. So uh, Nick Folk, our, uh, our new kicker, we're, we're not Folk yet. Um, because he made both his extra points and he made both his field goals. He was impressive. What? He was yeah, impressive. yeah. Longest field goal was 22 yards, but hey, we'll take it. Um, if you look at the kicking in the league, which Faith I want to get to later, if you look at the kicking in, around the league, um, one of the only kickers to go perfect all day. Granted, 22-yard field goal, that's nothing, but okay. So final thoughts, Faith. Do you have any? No, I just I'm, I'm I wasn't impressed with the defense. The offense didn't get going till far later than they should have. Many missed opportunities and too many penalties. Yeah, I mean it's it's really uh, on to Philadelphia after the bye. Yeah, but you know what? This loss should humble them. This loss should humble the defense. Maybe don't call yourselves the boogeyman after you beat the Browns, Jets, Bills, and uh, Dolphins and Redskins. Maybe maybe we play some real opponents. Let's see. They got too cocky. Yeah, they did get a little too cocky. Which I'll get yeah. to. I have so, to... Faith, do you want to go over your three key players for this game? I know this was particularly difficult for you. So, I have Tom as one because... Tom Tom okay. Brady. If we could yeah. do first and last names, that would be great. I think everyone knows who Tom is, but anyway. I have Tom as number one. Tom Brady. Because I... Um, I think that he was steady in this game. Made some, dropped some dimes through a great pass to James White um, down the sideline. Had some, some other great throws. Him and Mohamed Sanu clearly were, had a nice connection starting up and looked really good together on the field. Um, and I think that he wasn't terrible except for that interception where he just hucked oh, it down the field. Oh, that was huge. No that reason. was abysmal. But, but because I have to pick three players, he was one of the more steadier players throughout the game. Number two, James White, who also had a horrendous play, missing the end zone in a wide open hole because he tripped over his own feet. No, he, um, he tripped over a lineman. He didn't trip over his own feet. He basically there were there were obstacles in the way. Anyway, anyway, um, he had some. He carried the run game basically 
and some of the passing game with a out wide, basically mossed er- Earl Thomas. So that was pretty cool. Um, uh, my third, my third key player. I don't have one because the team was so bad they don't even deserve a third. And I do not want to get questioned on this because there is literally no one I could take since you had already had your three. Right. I mean, I'd that's argue you'd take our new All Pro punter Jake Bailey, but if you don't want to take him, that's fine. No, I don't want to take the punter. Good game. I've taken him before. Um, my three key players are uh, Muhammad Sanu. Oh, actually, Faith, can we go back to the Tom Brady-James White play? We didn't really talk about it, but I just found it really interesting that they had James White lined up on the outside. I, I mean, when he made that play, he, he beat an all-pro defensive back, uh, Earl Thomas. But you have a running back lined up on the outside. Does that speak more to Bill Belichick's genius and having a running back on the outside, or does that speak more to the fact that we don't have a wide receiver to go out there? It speaks to the injuries, I think. It might. I thought it was a really clever play. I, I think they could certainly use it again because you ha- you create that type of mismatch. If you put if you get James White on some sort of a linebacker on the outside, I don't know I don't know what coach is bad enough to do it, but I'm sure Bill Belichick will find a way to scheme it like that. You can get him um on a linebacker on the outside, it'd be great. Anyway, my three key players. The first one is Mohamed Sanu. Um second game with the Patriots, got a touchdown, uh ten receptions on fourteen targets, and again did not have four drops. Um I thought he played really well. Uh, obviously, his, he has a connection with Tom Brady. He's a, he is an established receiver, and Tom Brady likes that more than these young receivers. We yes, by the way, or actually, we'll talk about it after. Uh, second key player is uh, Nick Folk. Made both of his extra points and both his field goals. Uh, longest was a 22-yarder, so we'll see. Third, and uh, this is really a reach here, but I had to pick one because I don't cheat faith. <laughs> Brandon Bolden, and um, Brandon Bolden, I don't think, played a snap of offense. I don't think he had a carry. Um, yeah, he didn't have a carry or, or a reception. But he uh, he did kickoff returns because Gunnar Olszewski was uh, inactive. Inactive? Yeah, so he Not returned uh, two kicks. Uh, longest was 27 yards. The other one was 26 yards. So, yeah, all around, good day. Uh, pretty decent kickoffs. And, uh, yeah. yeah, not much else to say on that. But, Faith, something that we didn't talk about was the inactive list. So, Nikhil Harry, Gunnar Olszewski, Jawan Williams, and Damian Harris. All those guys are yeah. uh, rookies, and none of them played. I can understand Nikhil Harry. I can. I mean, Jawan Williams hasn't played all season except for one game. I'd love to see. Which is mind-blowing to me. I don't understand. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him. Love to see Damian Harris. I'd love to see Jawan Williams. Um, Jawan Williams makes a little bit more sense because they're just so deep out there. But can we try something with Damian Harris, please? Like, are we that scared of him? Can he not block or something? Because nobody else can block. I don't get it. Um, Also, another player that I don't know if he even took a single snap. Maybe he did on special teams. Um, Do you notice Ryan Izzo out there at all? Because Ben Watson had a horrible drop. But I didn't see Ryan Izzo really run any routes or play on offense. Yeah, um, no, I didn't see him on the offense. We, every snap, we usually change it up. We, I think we had one running back, one tight end, four receivers every drive. 
We had three receivers. Uh, that we, makes sense. We had uh, Sanu, Edelman, and Dorsett out there for every play, except for one when Dorsett got hurt, Jacoby Myers was in. Could just you swap your and guys out a little bit? Ben Watson, and we had Ben Watson in every single drive, and we had a switch between Rex Burkhead and James Could you swap White your guys out game. a little bit? Come on. Do you I have, know, you have, really. I mean, Julian Edelman's hurt. Can we, can we give him a play or two I off to let him catch his breath so he doesn't fumble? Come on. Some of that, some of that is on coaching. Um, I completely. Yeah. Anyway, why don't we get to the rating of the coach? So we're going to rate John Harbaugh. And if you remember, Faith, we did amend the scale. So now Freddie Kitchens is a zero. It is no longer Hugh Jackson. And Bill Belichick is a 10. So what did you rate John Harbaugh uh, for his coaching performance this week? I'll give him a, I'll give him a seven and a half. Okay. Why? Now, the reason that it's not in 8, 9, 10 is that's like Ravens scoring 59 on the Dolphins. That's like a 9. You know, 49ers like putting out some crazy numbers. That's like an 8. You know, 7.5, we still did score how many points was it? Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. It's a 9 if you go blow out Miami? Well, we didn't know how They're bad awful. they were at the time. We scored fifty nine. We knew how bad points. they were. Justin, who else has Faith, put fifty nine on them? terrible. We knew how bad they who were. Who else has put fifty nine on them? Who else has put fifty nine on them? Nobody. But we we held them to three exactly. points. Whatever. Anyway, did, we, did they even score on us? Seven and a half. Um, we did score twenty points. Still, our defense did sort of figure it out at some. point points later in the game so I don't want to give him a great deal of credit but he clearly outcoached Belichick oh definitely definitely Uh, I gave Harbaugh an eight um I I don't know how much I don't know how much skill you really need to be to be doing dink and dunk passes but I will say what he's done with Lamar Jackson is is pretty impressive from a coaching standpoint I agree uh took advantage on defense and the reason he gets an eight instead of like a nine is really because this is at home. You come to Foxborough and you do this, I'll give you a nine or a 10. Um, you know, I mean, if we had had the podcast when he came here with Joe Flacco and beat us in an AFC championship, that would have been a little bit different of a score. So let's go around the NFL now. So it is the end of week nine. Uh, some teams have played eight games. Some teams have played nine, depending on the bye. We have surpassed the halfway point of the season. And there are three solid candidates for MVP and then one questionable one. So, Faith, the top three candidates for MVP are Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, and Deshaun Watson. And after this game, people are considering Lamar Jackson to be an MVP. He was considered before, but this game definitely helped. Why does Lamar Jackson deserve to be an MVP? Justin, I don't know if you've seen, but he's been playing pretty I have, incredible. I have, I have, but I'm also, we're, us, we're talking but... most valuable player here. We're not talking good. Russell Wilson's played better than Lamar Jackson. Have you, have you? Oh, I, I agree. I completely agree, but that's not well, the, Like Christian, Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion, is by far and away the MVP at the moment. I, I, I think it might be difficult to give it to a running back. And then the third one's Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson is not an MVP candidate. Just because you beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick does not make you an MVP candidate. A lot of crappy, crappy quarterbacks have beat 
Bill Belichick. Okay. Justin, he was being talked about before. Okay. Well, game. we never talked about it. I disagree that he should be considered. I think Christian McCaffrey's number one. Russell Wilson's two. Deshaun Watson's three. And Lamar Jackson's somewhere around 10. All right. Now let's talk about kickers. Now, Faith, I know you, like me, spent a lot of time on Sunday afternoon watching Red Zone. And it just seemed like every single kicker missed at least one kick, some missed two. Even Sunday night, the best kicker in the league, Justin Tucker, missed an extra point. What the hell is going on with these kickers? I don't know. It's it's getting to be a little much for me with how bad the kickers are getting because you're telling me how many freaking colleges are there in the NCAA and you don't have kickers that can make field goals. Have you watched college football? Have you watched college football? There are no good kickers in college football. I I don't know why you need 32 good kickers. You have maybe three or four. I, I like, I almost feel like Nick Folk is in the top half of the league at this point. I know I, everybody is missing kicks. Adam Vinatieri, granted he had laces in, missed a kick. He missed a game-winning field goal. So, I, I mean, this kicking situation is disastrous across the NFL. It's really unbelievable. And as a general football fan that just likes to watch and laugh around the league because everybody sucks, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, when it happens to the Patriots, it's a bit of a different story. So why don't we go uh, around the league now and talk about week nine. So let's start with the 49ers at the Cardinals Thursday night football. 49ers are 8-0. and oh. They win 28-25. Jimmy G is undefeated. Yeah. That 49ers defense looks really good. Emmanuel Sanders looks really, really embedded into that offense. I think he faked his knee injury to get out of Denver. He may have. Um. That team I would might be a little bit afraid of in the Super Bowl at this point. I, I really might be. They have a good defense. Their offense might be better than ours. We'll see. So moving on to Texans at Jaguars. This was the London game. Uh, Texans win that 26-3. to And uh, the only thing... My favorite quarterback has lost his starting oh, job. He wasn't your favorite. Uh, Jags... Announced that Gardner Minshew is no longer their starting QB. Nick Foles is off IR, and he's going to be the new starting quarterback. Next game is Redskins at Bills. Twenty uh, Bills win that twenty-four to nine, and the only really yeah twenty-four to nine. I did not think it was that. Yeah, the big. Redskins suck. The Redskins are awful. I want to say I just want to tell everyone that I picked the Redskins in this game. And I, I may have it. too. Uh, I think it was a big spread. And I, oh, uh, yeah, I took the Redskins too. It was like a 10 and a half point spread. Um, and the only, the only entertaining factor about this game is two great running backs played each other Adrian Peterson versus Frank Gore. They took a picture after the game. Really, really, really cool. Uh, Titans versus Panthers. Panthers win that 30 to 20. Not much to say there. I don't think either team is making the playoffs, and I don't think either team is worth discussing. Besides the fact that is uh, Ryan Tannehill is now starting for the Titans, uh, has been for a couple of weeks. Vikings at Chiefs. Chiefs sneak by and win that 26-23. The Vikings should have won this game. The Vikings blew it. Kirk Cousins, I, Kirk Cousins I, played well I at Arrowhead. How do you lose when Kirk Cousins plays well at Arrowhead? 
Uh, but Harrison Butker kicks a game-winning field goal at the end, and the Chiefs win. Also, Patrick Mahomes is coming back this week. All signs to point point that he's coming back. Come back too early. I know last week we talked about his uh, magical, incredible knee that just heals itself. But if he gets hurt again, they're screwed. Okay, really one of the games of the week. Games of the year, in my opinion. I don't know why. Here I don't know why is. this wasn't in prime time. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins win a game. 26-18. Unbelievable. Fire Adam Brian Gase. Flores. Fire Adam Gase. Brian Fire Flores. Adam Gase. Please let me just Fire say. Adam Gase. They gave Brian Flores a Gatorade bath. After this yeah, win. the Jets are awful. How bad do you have to be to get the Gatorade back? To me, that's an insult. If I'm Bri- <laughs> first, Faith, if, if if I'm Brian Flores, to me that's an insult. I get that you got a game ball, but the I fact agree. that the owner came and gave you the game ball, like, come on, are you really going to give this guy a Gatorade bath? He's a six-time Super Bowl champion. He's six Super Bowl rings. Granted, uh, yeah, you should be used to that. But come now. on, don't don't give him a Gatorade bath. You're one and eight, one and seven, whatever you are. Imagine how it feels going from the defensive coordinator on a Super Bowl championship team to head coach on an absolutely uncontrolled team full of losers. This is one and eight. He's making more. He's making more money. He's making more money now. You're forgetting that. I had a friend who was at the game and um, he posted on he posted an Instagram story of um of an empty of a half empty stadium and this was actually when the dolphins scored that game winning touchdown and the caption was this is better than the super bowl so they're really out of whack out there in miami i hope the drugs haven't kicked in too much because they are hallucinating out there oh boy speaking of sucky quarterbacks bears at eagles eagles oh, win boy. that 22 to 14 and the head this was just. Hey, can I make sorry, a point real quick? No, 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 was, no, no. No, you barely Fine. let me talk. This is a garbage game to watch. Like neither team were good. This is one of those games where they both just have points because the defenses both suck. Both quarterbacks were awful. It was a terrible game. I couldn't. Yeah, watch the it. Bears need a new QB, like ASAP. Like, I mean, go sign somebody off the street. No, but Trubisky should be Trubisky done. Should be done. Trubisky had one passing yard in the first half. They had eight rushing yards in the first. They had nine total yards on offense in the first half. They should not have had 14 points. That should have been 22 to 7 or 22 to nothing. That, yeah. that game is a joke. Mitch Trubisky is a joke. Colts at Steelers. Steelers win that 26-14. Adam Vinatieri misses a game-winning field goal. The laces were in, but apparently he kicked the ground as he went for that field goal. Faith, Adam Vinatieri down, or would you take him back? I think it might be. I'd take him back over over, uh, Nick Folk at this point. I keep wanting to say Mike Nugent because that's how bad it is here. Um, but anyway, Adam Vinatieri misses a game-winning field goal. This is just one of many, 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 many kicks that were missed all weekend. Oh, also, Monday Night Football. Each kicker missed a kick. Um, Colts. No, this- oh, we already went that. Lions at Raiders. 
Raiders win that 31-24. Raiders are currently the sixth seed in the AFC. Oh, quickly, because we forgot to touch on it. Jacoby Brissett was injured oh, in that game. Oh, yes, yes, he was, base. and we're still awaiting on whether he will play this weekend. Yeah. Did you happen to catch who the backup it's quarterback is for that team? It's with an MCL sprain. It's Brian yeah. Hoyer. Brian Hoyer almost led that Brian team Hoyer. to a win. If Adam Vinatieri could have gotten it together and kicked a game-winning field goal, you were talking about four great quarterbacks that were former Patriots. I don't know if Brian Hoyer is a great quarterback, but just let me think that. Um He's probable he could win you. Anyway, game yeah, uh, Raiders win against the Raiders win against the Lions, thirty-one twenty-four. Good home win for them. Uh, first time since like September they had played at home, um, and like I said, they are currently the sixth seed in the AFC. So something to take seriously. Yeah, the Lions were were getting up, doing pretty decent. So it's kind of a big uh-huh. loss for them, I think. Almost a really big upset here. Buccaneers at Seahawks. Seahawks hold on to win that 40-34, to but it took overtime, and I had the Seahawks winning, and the spread was 6.5, and and they only won by 6 points, and I'm bitter. Oh, and our uh, Seattle Seahawks have a bit of a new addition, don't they? Yes, yes, Josh Josh Gordon. on the outside. How do you think that's going to go? I just can't believe we really just let Josh Gordon walk away. We really did, and he's on the Seattle Oh, I can Seahawks, believe it. So I can believe it because they were done with him. They were done with his crap. They wanted to get rid of him. Weird. I don't know what he did, but he clearly did something wrong. I just want yeah. to say Seattle's a fun house, and uh, Pete Carroll lets the players run the place. So let's see how long Josh Gordon goes before he gets into some trouble there. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, all anyway, right. yeah, uh, MVP candidate Russell Wilson almost lost to the Buccaneers. So that may be a bad thing. Another yeah, another great game we have Browns at Broncos. Broncos win that 24-19. Now, I have a point. I have a point. I had a whole monologue Why? for this game. I had a whole He's... monologue for this game. You just well, ruined it. Let me talk. No, no, let me talk. No, no. you start this every is... time I'm speaking. Odell Beckham no, Jr. No, 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 Justin no. You're going to let me talk here. No, I'm not. I had a montage. No, I had a talk. I Please had a stop. whole monologue. I had a whole stop. monologue to start with this. Please let stop. me go. Let no. me go. No, no. Because no. you're going to take all my material. Why was Odell Beckham Jr.? Traded to the Browns if they weren't going to use him. I am absolutely furious at the waste of talent. That's all I had to say, but you had to very rudely not let me speak once again. Can I go now? Yes, you can. Good. Now, last week I was told that the Browns had a hard schedule, and that's why they were 2-6. and And there are winnable games on their schedule. Such as the Broncos, the Jets, the Dolphins. The Bengals. I believe the Bengals may be even on there twice. And you go out and lose to the Broncos. You go out and lose to Joe Flacco, who clearly gave up last week. You go out and lose to the Broncos, who traded Emmanuel Sanders because they know they have no chance. You really lost to the Broncos? Granted, I know Denver's a difficult place to play, but fire Freddie Kitchens. You're 2-6. and six. You lost to Denver. You ran a draw on Sunday Night Football on 4th and 9, and you took a penalty to make it 4th and 11, 4th and 16, because you didn't want to use a timeout. In addition, when you were here, you got a flag 
because your players couldn't stay behind the yellow line. Your team's a mess. Odell Beckham Jr. is a complete waste of talent. And Baker Mayfield is just ruined. He's already ruined. He looks like a 40-year-old divorced dad if you've seen the pictures this week. The amount of quarterback talent that is just being destroyed by coaches in the NFL right now is very sad. The top two prospects from last year's draft are Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. You can put Josh. And I believe, I believe can put, in my whole heart. Could you just let me speak? Because I'm going to say what you're about to say. You just let me talk. I believe that Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are both much more talented than Josh Allen. It is coaching. These guys are being ruined, and Josh Allen is looking better than them, and it's embarrassing because I know that Josh Allen is not better than those other two guys. Josh Allen could use, a, you know, some improved coaching, but um, he could, you know, uh, obviously the two, the two major egregious situations with young quarterbacks in the NFL at the moment are Freddie Kitchens with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland and Adam Gase with, with Sam Darnold in uh, New York. And New York, we may, be, we may clo- pay closer attention to because it's a bigger market. But Cleveland, my God. Oh, what has happened to them? For 20 or 30 years, they've sucked. This year, they get Baker Mayfield. Or they got Baker Mayfield last year. You get Odell Beckham. You get Jarvis Landry. You get Miles Garrett. You got uh, Denzel Ward. You got Nick Chubb. I don't know what more you can give a coach. I really yeah, don't. I don't know. This is what happens when you let your quarterback pick the person that he thinks will be easy and he thinks he'll get to run the show. And that's what happens when you let the quarterback that is how old, 20, 20, what, 3, 23 or 24 run the show? Yeah. Doesn't work. It's a, it's a clown show. It's a clown show. It's a fun house. Like, Unbelievable. Okay. We're going to talk about Freddie Kitchens when he gets fired. We're going to have a special edition podcast to go over all the stupidity um, and the namesake of the zero on our coaching scale. When he finally gets fired, Faith, it, it might be week 12, might be week 14, might be end of the season. Um, but he's getting fired, you think, right? You'd have to think he's getting fired. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Packers at Chargers. Chargers win that game 26-11. The Packers were the two seed in the NFC going into this game. And they basically played a home game in L.A. After the game, Aaron Rodgers called his teammates out for going out and partying and getting drunk the night before. Um or the, the two nights before, whatever. Anyway, if you anyone who anyone who drinks knows that if you drink uh, two days before something, you can be a little dehydrated two days later. Uh, anyway, basically, you can't go out and party and then expect to win a football game. And if they didn't take care of themselves, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers is not bitching up there on the podium. He is just simply complaining about yeah. his entire and team. This is unacceptable. Quickly, if this is true. Very quickly, what he did say. Um members of his team were pulled over for going 81 on the highway, which many people do, but obviously they were pulled over because it's not legal. Um, and they, they had weed in the car, three, three of their important defensive players. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Yeah. Well, next game, son, we might see a mess coming in. Yeah. And, uh, the coach hasn't done a bad job. 
their coach has not done a bad job. I, I wouldn't have picked him for the job, but hasn't done a terrible job. No, he's impressive. Yeah. He really is. Um, we already went over the Patriots and Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys win that game 37-18, but it was too close for too long, and I'm done with the Black Cat. I'm done with the football life from the Black Cat. I loved it. I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. I don't, I don't want to see that thing again. Okay. That was my high. That was the highlight of the game. It really was. It's pretty entertaining. I'm just, it's, it's Wednesday. Like, I think we can be done with it. Um, okay. We can move on. But, you know, the Cowboys, the Cowboys and Eagles are the really two of the only uh, teams in the, in the NFC East. Cowboys are coming here in a few weeks. Oh, uh, Michael Bennett also got his first sack against the Giants. But, yeah, he fits in well with that offense. Yeah, um, and I, I with that defense. I'm so sorry, he fits in well with that defense. And I, I'll, I'll just finish with this. Um, Daniel Jones doesn't look too bad. Does not look too bad. He turns the ball over too much, but he can throw. He can throw, and he's pretty accurate in my view. Um, yeah, he has a good. I think Pat is actually a great coach. So I wouldn't go great, but good. Well, he's he's better than a lot of the coaches in the league at this time. Even if he's mediocre, he's still, you know, 10-12 range. Um, So no game to talk about next week, but the Patriots have a much-needed bye. Second year in a row, they have gone into a bye with a loss. But I don't think it's that bad. Uh, I'm not going to say the sky's falling. I still believe this team will go 14-2. and two. I can't tell yeah. you which of the next four games they're going to lose. They may lose one. And I do. I really think that we needed the loss. Yeah, they did. The defense. The defense needed to be humble. I think that we were getting too cocky. I think that we had easy games, and I think that we thought we were a lot better than we were, and that we weren't focused on the things we needed to work on. So I think this was kind of the kick in the butt, and like I think it was kind of needed. Yeah, I I think if they were a little too cocky and a little bit like that, that's that's on coaching. Um, Bill Belichick's always done a great job of doing that. So I am sure that he is going to bash his players for losing to a division three college offense pistol run formation on Sunday night football. I'm sorry. Did I say offense? I meant defense. He's going to bash his defense for doing that. There'll be a lot of yelling in the game, in the film room this week. Uh, And if you don't think those guys are going to be motivated in Philadelphia in two weeks under that ugly banner at Lincoln financial field that they allowed to happen because Bill Belichick wouldn't play Malcolm Butler think again you think that they're not going to roll into that stadium and see the statue of doug doug peterson and nick Foles and lose their minds and then they walk onto the field and see that butt ugly banner i'm hoping it's a revenge they are not losing at lincoln financial field to the philadelphia eagles they are not losing to that city they are not losing to those fans they are not losing to those players but anyway, we'll be back next week to preview that game. Can't cannot wait for that game. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in this week. As we said, we'll be back next week. Uh, no Patriots game, but we'll go around the league and uh, maybe we'll talk about some some trends and some stats around the league.